Are you tired of losing your hotel keys? And is Google taking over the world? All that and more. Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Hey now, welcome to Tech 411. I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and this is show number 105. Thanks for tuning in. Todd, it's uh, back-to-back Mondays. Uh, I don't know what's in the air. Uh, it's probably n- negative eight. Maybe that's what's driving us to do back-to-back shows. But we're back on schedule. Yeah, it's great. Uh, unfortunately, we're not in the new studio. We're no, still no. in uh, the old one. Too much going on. We'll get there. We'll eventually get there. Will you there. give us an update on the new studio? Uh, new studio, uh, I would say we'd take a nice dry run at that next week with not all the bells and whistles, but it definitely will be working. Uh, speaking of an evolution of the program, back in 2014, uh, Miss Katie Cole joins us. Hello. She's back. I don't know where she's been. She I don't been either. Traveling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we had a flu been? last week. She was sick one day. There was fish. And oh, and then we were in Vegas. While you were in Vegas. You yeah. left her for dead. That's true. While you were there. Okay, that makes sense. So it's Vegas, fish, and Yeah, but the she flu. canceled on us last week. Yeah. Well, yeah. For the, for the record. You what know, were you doing? I did. You were sick. I was sick. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's probably for the best. Uh, either way, we're back. Thank you for joining us. As usual, your latest tech news from the past week. Uh, what's breaking this week, Todd? Let's start with you. Let's talk a little bit about Chrome. Uh, there's been some drama going on with Chrome extensions. Now, I don't know if any of y'all have Chrome extensions, but this basically adds new functionality to your browser. The only extension I'm currently using is LastPass. We talked about that last week. I'm also using an extension, uh, Pulse. Oh, look Pulse at you. Newsreader. And uh, I think Google Hangouts Google is considered Hangouts. Uh, an extension. Yeah, I have one. Anyone, what's, what's anyone else have now? any other extensions before we get into uh, the drama? The only, I only really get into the, what was the labs back in the Gmail days, um, but that would be the closest I do. I, because I used, still use Safari. I'm the only person that uses Safari still. Everyone else uses Chrome. Yeah. Well, why, ha- why, why haven't you updated? There's something warm and fuzzy about Safari, and I know <laughs> that people think it's dumb to use that default, and they should. Uh, some people say I should water Fox and all this nonsense. I'm, I'm done with it. I, I yeah. like hitting the little... Safari, and I know where my bookmarks are, and that's that's the type of guy I am. But I don't want to be like the guy that's still using Hotmail. So, <laughs> I, like, I'll, I will, I'll break away before that happens. Good for you. I, I'm the one that got Katie Cole off Internet Explorer. Remember that? On a PC, I always use Safari on my Mac. Yeah, you use I Safari. Just use the, uh, but default. I made no, you switch to Chrome. No, I use Firefox. Chrome. I use Firefox on my oh, personal computer before Chrome. Yeah, we we put a stop to that. Yeah, so you guys are are full Chrome. And yeah. what happened with extensions? Clearly, so now these use them. there's there's been a lot of drama that someone who had a very popular Chrome extension called Add to Feedly, they ended up selling the extension to a third party, another company. That company took the extension without much user notice and crammed it full of adware and all kinds of just crap. And then all of a sudden, all these users got the updated and got all this new adware, and it really raised some serious concerns. One, when you sell your extension, can a company just take it over and just throw a bunch of spam and ads in it? And should there be more notice given to the end user? Uh, Google's trying to address this through policy changes, um, but now they're going to actually not only have policy mm-hmm. change, but they're actually going to evaluate them, and it almost seems like a review process, something they don't really do with the Google Play Store. Yeah, I was, you know, I'm curious about that because that simply adds more of, more of a workload to Google, right? So they don't do that for the Google Play Store. Why would they do it for the extension side of Chrome? Well, I mean, extensions are, are 
basically can take over certain things within the browser. Okay. And just like you used to use, maybe you still do, an ad remover extension from, you know, yeah. all the popular yeah, yeah, yeah. browsers support. Give you an option to do something. Removing ads. Yeah. And, and I used to use it too until it just broke too yeah. much my, stuff. My, you, could, you couldn't write in the right uh, websites the right way because simply some of these websites got smart and decided to say, yeah. look, if uh, you want to use our website, you got to see some of these ads, bottom line. Yeah, so I imagine if you downloaded a uh, one of those ad removal extensions, and then all of a sudden you got pop-ups, you got tons of pop-ups, oh. spam, viruses, I malware, you name it. Uh, that's the concern that these popular extensions are getting bought by marketing companies, and then they're just injecting the it full of stuff. What happened to the slow rollout of ads? Um, you know, I it, it it's uh it's cheesy, but you look at the the Facebook movie and talk about ads and how you know eventually everyone said how's Facebook going to make money and they're starting to make money on mobile but these ads will eventually have to come right so if you buy an extension say your your team software says decides to get in, into the extension uh, business and you buy it I have an extension you do yeah I didn't know that I do okay well so you take your extension and it's and there's no ads in it say say you decide that you want to put ads in it. Yeah, you're not going to do it in in a way that it completely kind of makes your end user disgusted with your extension that you don't want to use it anymore, annoys them enough. I annoy a lot of people with yeah. advertising. We get do emails it? all do the you? time. I'm talking about uh, my free games. Okay, so we show ad banners. We show whose phone's reading. That'd be me. Uh, of all people, amateur, yeah, amateur. I'm, I'm Michael Mara today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what happened? You're not going to pick it up, put it on speaker? No, no, I'm not going to be that guy. Who's calling? It must be important. Uh, no, it would be, be my girlfriend who doesn't care for what, what I do for a living. She knows <laughs> that I'm recording, but that's fine. Anyway, getting back to, to, to uh, what were we talking about? Ads Ad extensions. And, and, yeah, you get complaints uh, all the time. Yeah, I mean. But so can't you opt there, out? There is a, yes, you can. Right? And, like and 99 so, cents, no more ads. Yeah, and, and it's amazing. People, you know. They, they, I don't know. It, it's a weird game. It's 50 50, right? Like Isn't you, there like a, some ni- a nice, like, you're threading the needle. You're deciding mm-hmm. how you're going to present these ads and yeah. when you're going to do it and how you're going to display it to your end user, whether right. it's a game or an extension, I imagine, to see how many people you can keep on and how many people you can't piss off. Exactly. There's a fine line between what people are willing to accept in the ad world and, and what they will not uh, agree to. So, Clearly, though, some of the, these people have crossed that line if they've yeah. raised these red flags. Well, I think it's just similar. Like if I sold one of my apps to another company, uh, you can do that. You can transfer apps to another yeah. company. I'm in and, the market for uh, Angry Birds. Uh, they're not calling me back. And they could just they could just pull out all of the logic and just throw a bunch of adware crap in there, mm. and that. So it seems like this problem is universal, um, but I, I guess it's just gotten a lot of attention because this is the first time anyone's seen this happen, where a company buys an extension and just throws a bunch of crap into it. I'd say everyone should probably check what extensions they have at this point. Uh, what extensions are you using in your browser? Pull up your configuration and just give it a once over and see if there's anything you can do without. Um, and how do and, you know if it's compromised? Simply if you just get ads? Well, I mean, yeah, okay. that's what alerted everyone to this. But uh, you know, I I, I think it's a, it's safe to just everyone just do a review, and make sure that that's you, the extensions you are using the extensions because why would you have them if you're not using them? Uh, that could be, be become a security risk. No, no, I so t- you should check into that. No, that makes sense. I Another mean, uh, a Chrome update is uh, iOS just Ooh. got updated with Chrome. Uh, 
and it lets you quickly translate text and save data as well. So it, they were, uh, when I say save on data too, what I mean is that they're doing some kind of data compression that hopefully will benefit your web browsing. If you're doing a lot of web browsing on your phone and you don't have an unlimited data plan like so many of us, uh, this might be something to look at because Chrome is trying to use less data for the websites that you visit. And they're also doing some uh, translation stuff. So if you're going to any foreign websites, definitely an update worth looking at. I don't know if you, do you guys even use Chrome or a different browser? Do you stick with Safari? Um, Safari's fine by me simply because it's just it, it, it's familiar. But I've used Chrome before. I have Chrome installed in, on my MacBook uh, Pro right now. But uh, I will only use Chrome if I have a problem with Safari on a website. That's the only thing that will push me to Chrome. Really? Uh, but I – and really – and I'm, it almost, it's funny it you said that. I'm the exact opposite. Like, if I have <laughs> yeah. problems with Chrome, I go to Safari. Same. It doesn't make sense. And, and again, I might be uh, one of the few that are still holding on to Safari because everything else I use is Google. Uh, we've, we switched from Dropbox to Drive, and I'm slowly making that migration in my life. Mm-hmm. And, but as far as the projects we work on. Are you getting together, worried that Google's taking over your life? No, I'm not getting worried. It's just for some reason, if I think if I didn't have a Mac, I definitely would use Chrome. Chrome on uh, my in my PC world at my my parents' home and the PC I currently have at home, which is an old laptop, has Chrome. I wouldn't run uh, Internet Explorer; it just wouldn't be something I would use. So yeah, if that's getting compromised in one way or another, it's good to know about it because really they have that's uh, that's one of their marquee brands and marquee features is their browser. People love Chrome. Everybody yeah. I know, the only other person that uses Safari, I think, would be no, and, and that'd be Michael Mara because that's all he knows. It's on there right now. Yeah. Why you know? is it? You know, I'm the same. I use it on my my mobile devices, my iPhone. Yeah. I use yeah. Chrome on my Android devices. So uh, for me, I, I never touch Internet Explorer anyway, unless I'm visiting a Microsoft website because Bing. They actually Microsoft actually uh, makes the security so ridiculous on if you use another browser. Yeah. Uh, for some of their websites, like uh, mainly their app store I'm talking about or like their developer login sites. If I use Chrome, they will verify me over email for that session every time I visit the website. So you have to authenticate every time. And I have to wait for an email. Then I have to punch in a number that they just emailed me. Whereas if I go to Internet Explorer, you know, they they will trust me. Yeah, it's just... It's silly. It seems like a way Well, they should make things easier for sure. Yeah. So that's the only reason I ever drop into IE. Um, Speaking back, I wanted you to address Google because I know you got some stories. How uh, And and I tried to do a segue. I tried to throw you a nice little uh, bump spike. You did. I apologize. And uh, are we worried about Google becoming too big? No. The thing is, uh, it's an arms race. And and if you haven't heard the the latest... um, the latest acquisition from Google as of today. And by the way, um, happy birthday uh, to another company. The four, ye- uh, four years as of today, the iPad was released. Isn't that strange? Oh, wow. What uh, that we do the show the day of and then happens. I didn't even I have that. an iPad app for you. You do? Uh, app of the week, so Sweet. you'll enjoy that. Um, I will say this, that Google, with their acquisitions of Nest, uh, the acquisitions of Boston Robotics, and their latest DeepMind, a uh, British company, has really gone out of their way. If there was ever an, an AI arms race, uh, they're winning. And what they're trying to do is what they've clearly done with their Chrome browser or their Google, uh, just Google in general, where they are helping 
you find your information faster with their own type of software slash AI. They want to take that platform and they want to bring it into your home. So they don't necessarily just want to make uh, your experience on the web a better experience. They want to take that and bring it into your hardware. And some people are scared by that. They say that this is uh, you know Skynet all over again. And other people are excited about it. They, they said this is what we talked about with the Jetsons, where uh, you know eventually we'll be able to do what we saw on on the cartoons growing up. We'll be able to do it within our lifetime, yeah. and we'll be able to do it because a company like Google is outspending and and really outbidding because uh, there are rumors that Facebook was actually trying to buy DeepMind as well. Um, some of their greatest competitors, and they're doing it at a rapid clip. And it, like, look at look at the spending between 2012 and 2013, and what's happening here. And you had a great insight on this before the show in our pre-show, pre-show, pre-show meeting, where you said they're not just buying these companies; they're buying talent, and that is far more, um, in my humble estimation, far more valuable than just you know, the programs and the robotics that, for example, uh, and the hardware that Nest and Boston Robotics have put out. So um, DeepMind is, is an AI company, yes. right? So, I mean, that that plays pretty central to Google. Um, their, their whole search engine yeah. is based off of uh, who knows what, what kind of AI they're throwing in there, what makes their search engine better than all the others. So I see that that doesn't bother me. That makes sense. It's the question I have for you where Google goes out and buys a nest and starts buying up cell phone companies like the Motorola and, and you see it just branching well, it's hardware and software. Out. Yeah, they're branching out, but it's more than that. You don't see Apple going after search. You don't see Apple buying thermostats. You know, like it, it seems like Google really is branching out into so many different areas of consumer devices. Well, think about what they already have in their Google X projects where they have the self-driving car, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, take the self-driving car. Clearly, they, uh, they've, you know, somebody call it a watershed moment for them as far as uh, being able to demonstrate how this car works in different countries and different uh, cities around, um, around the world. That, that it actually can work. Take that technology and apply it to anything that these other three companies allow you to, to bring to life. One is um, Boston Robotics, for example. Boston Robotics has this, it's almost like an, like an Android, like uh, I would say like the T500, uh, a virtual warrior that it has set up for. Yeah, scary. Uh, Have the, you the, seen? Yeah, the Department of Defense and how it walks and yeah. how it mimics a human the human, the human, really, just the, the the way that it mobilizes, and then it's got like what seems to me, it looks to me like a raptor, but they, they don't call it the raptor; they call it something else. It's almost like a gazelle that that travels at thirty, forty miles per hour. All these uh, outside of the the Department of Defense, these DoD programs, mm-hmm. the all that technology with Google's money could really get you to a place where we one day, you know, instead of. And in a weird way, instead of having a workforce, and whether you like it or not, we'll be able to buy a workforce. And then it'll be a one-stop shop. You'll be able to spend money. Much like Tesla right now makes most of their cars with robots. Um, I think It's going to change the way that we do business. And by we, I mean the world does business. And it's going to change the way that we... Um, we really interact with these hardware products, not just with your... Uh, your but with your what is Google going to do with these killer robots? 
Well, what I are mean, they going to do? Well, the the they are the I'm telling you, they are the closest thing to Skynet <laughs> right now. They they have they have You're robotics the companies. They have AI companies. Yes. As soon as they put all those pieces together, what are they going to build? And will it destroy the human uh, race? Just bill me, uh, Mr. Belvedere. And if I'm in the tax bracket that allows me to buy one of those, it's going to clean my place instead of having 10 different robots doing everything. Maybe it'll allow all of them to talk. It'll allow my little vacuum robot, my nest to talk, my smoke detector to talk. Maybe they could cook me dinner. You could actually get a Rosie from the Jetsons to live in your home if you'd like. Would you mm. want that? Why would I want that? Would you want it? Oh, yes. A 10. I buy one tomorrow. I leverage everything I have, and I don't have much. Yeah. I mean, you're selling me on the whole maid thing. Yeah. You know, like picking up after you, yeah. washing the dishes, doing your laundry. Yeah. Now, now, now we're talking. Right? <laughs> but then what happens? You wake up, and it gets an update from Google that they, they didn't mean to ship out, and then it kills you in your sleep. Oh, you mean iRobot. Yeah. Basically happening. Uh, I'm not even talking about self-aware. Just some bad programming that thinks you're a vacuum cleaner and grabs you and starts shaking you and, you know, I, I don't, well, we are we that word? far away from that? We're a safe word. Shut something right down. <laughs> Shut something right down. Safe I have no word. problem. No, yeah, and again, that's the latest out of Google, and I'm glad you brought that up. What's the safe word? That's going to be the <laughs> title of our show. I can't remember. What's the safe word? Let go of me. You're covering my mouth, <laughs> robot. I can't say anything. You're oh, killing me. It was on page three of the instructions. I didn't read it. Um, yeah. So that I think that's what we're going to see. And um, oh, good for them. <laughs> a maid. No, I like your good answer. For them. Good I for really them. like your answer. It's, you if sold me If on they're it. trying to bring it into your Look, home. Nobody likes to clean. Nobody likes yeah. to do their laundry. If Google makes that, I would buy one. Yeah, but I think that that's what they're working dollars. on. Clearly, the government's going to use this. Mm. Uh, how about this? Some people say that... Um, the way that people use drones and, the, and the, really the military uses drones is inhumane. And other people say that, that this is the best way in, the, in our government, this is your government line, this is the best way to minimize casualties in the, on, the, on the front lines, right? Everyone it, just have robots? No, I'm just... What's that it, movie where everyone had a big robot and that's how you decide if you win a war or not? Like they would just fight a... Oh, it just be, came out. It'd be like yeah, it's I know a what big you're talking robot about. against another big robot or something. I actually went and saw it in the theater. It's uh, not, really? not Prometheus, it's something else, but I'm sure Katie can find it right now. Um, uh, but, but that could be the future of war. Instead of having yeah. casualties, human casualties, well, it's we already, put up it's our already, robot against your robot. The, the Google has said that they will honor the DOD contracts from Boston Robotics. Yeah, but they don't, they're going to let them expire. Once, they're not going to renew okay, them. Once they're they, not going to renew once them. Once they go, right? Yeah. They're going to take that technology and they're going to bring it to our homes. Google might be the one that says, Amazon, here you go. Here's your droid to deliver the next uh, Amazon package. Yeah. And instead of the UPS guy jumping out the door, it's going to be, uh, you know, Ralph the Robot. I can't wait to have a dog you don't have to feed. Right? That'll be great. It's, they'll put fur. And it does more than just They'll fetch, put fur on you know? it. It'll make you coffee. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll do everything. Just like Brian. You have me convinced. Guy. I want a personal assistant See? that is a robot. Now, you can't fire Katie Cole. Make, make that pledge now. I just Thank you, that, Oscar. I just saw that cross your mind. At least mind. someone's had my back. Like, oh, there goes that employee. Uh, all right. Uh, just quickly, uh, outside of Google, speaking of affecting everyone, and uh, if you stay in a hotel in America, you may know the Sheraton Company, more 
more, uh, I guess, globally known as Starwood Hotels. So Sheraton, they own uh, Loft, they own Four Points, they own the Phoenician in Phoenix, and uh, it's got a special place in my heart. Uh, they've owned hundreds of hotels around the country, including the W Hotel, which you're very familiar with. Uh, they are going to start rolling out within the next month a smart keyless entry uh, to your hotel room. And you may wonder, wait, how am I going to do that? You will use your smartphone. And you will use your smartphone to get into your hotel room. How many times have you walked to your hotel room, either upon arriving to your destination, your room, or maybe after a long night out, and you try your key and your key doesn't work? Yeah, twice in Vegas. And you got to make that Michael long. Michael in Vegas. You got to make that long. Oh, he had to call security. Uh, you had to make a long trek down to the lobby to, or call security to get you into your room. Yeah. One, uh, Starwood says that they're going to make this safe enough for you to use and they're starting to roll this out in Cupertino and in Harlem of all places at uh, some of their marquee hotels but what they're going to do is they're going to allow you to use your smartphone to get into your hotel room that's going to save them money with keys and save them manpower man hours when you get locked out and in the long run I hope that more hotels outside of Starwood say your Marriott's of the world will start embracing this technology yeah I, and I'm wondering what what technology are they using uh, you because the the iPhone doesn't have the NFC. It does not. So so they, they must you, be using Bluetooth or something like that. It's got to be something along those lines, simply because right now you have to either be running Jellybean four point one or you have to actually have um, a four S as far as your Apple iOS is concerned to even trial this program. Well, there's a lot of things they they could do. There's a lot of sensors they could use uh, in order. But if it's to, Bluetooth, what, whatever it is, it's just yeah. it's, it's evolving. Yeah, and no, that little, that little cardboard, that little. I want that plastic, for my house. Yeah, that little plastic key. Why can't I get that for my house? You could probably get that by now for your house. You, I, I think know there's that an we, we talked about yeah, the, the, the deadbolt. Yeah, thing. the deadbolt company. Yeah, um, that, that's a solution. Connects via Bluetooth. Oh, look there at you. Perfect from our research department. So they're going to use Bluetooth, let you scan, really just hold your phone up to your door, turns green, you get in. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that, that'll be great. I'm, lo- I'm really looking forward to the technology, not only for hotels, but for my home. Right? Yeah. So that'll be nice. Um, Good stuff. Outside of that, speaking of Google, and heavy on Google, um, just want to mention quickly that Google and Samsung have agreed to a 10-year uh, kind, of like, kind of like a patent treaty, a mm. uh, patent agreement, where they'll yeah. be sharing their patents that they come up with for the next 10 years. Wow. Like no figure there. Mm-hmm. Or there. And they'll be sharing the patents that they currently have. Uh, you are... Deep in the in the woods and the high grass uh, on the front lines of the patent wars, <laughs> what does this mean to the consumer? Uh, well, I mean, uh, it means that if you know, obviously Google and Samsung are both heavily involved in Android, and they actually have a, a good relationship, as far as I can tell. Well, they're not um, suing each other, clearly. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I mean, it seems more Apple versus Samsung. So I, I think what we're seeing is is giant patent war. There's, you know, Microsoft sitting on a ton of patents and Google's trying to get as many patents as they can. They're tired of being sued by everybody. And uh, Samsung has a ton of patents. It's, it's basically, look, let's all just stop fighting each other and team up. And that's yeah. what, so it looks like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Apple and, and Microsoft team up against the Google and the Samsung. This also puts Samsung in a great position to be Google's hardware partner outside of Motorola. 
uh, where maybe... And they already kind of are because Google sells uh, what they call a clean version of the S4. Well, then then, then it's an evolution. A pure version. It's an evolution it. of, of what they currently have in place. So yeah, um, them together. Who knows if our next Google Glass iteration is going to be made by Samsung. But those patents certainly are important and they're worth a ton of money. So to work together would be the smart play. Yeah, and I think we're going to see more of this going forward. Hey, let's just stop suing everyone and just focus on building great products. That and would be absolutely great. That's what I want. Uh, talk. I want to talk a little bit about Uber. Please. Uh, Uber has always been an interesting company. And as of lately, they've been exposed to over oh, being overly aggressive when it comes to marketing. Uh, they just released an apology for over-the-top tactics they used in New York. They were basically going up against a competitor called Git, G-E-T-T. So Uber, what they were doing is they were uh, calling calling for these cars, similar mm-hmm. service, right, and then canceling them. And they were overwhelming the Git service with a bunch of Ooh, cancels. Scummy. So that people would be like, you know, screw this, there's no cars available, I'll just call Uber instead. And uh, they got busted for doing that. Is that illegal? I don't, I don't think so because Google's paying for it. So, or, Uber, or not Uber, Uber, I'm sorry. Uber was paying for it. And their response was, we paid $10 for each canceled ride. Yeah, because you have to pay. So their drivers made $10 for one minute of inconvenience. And that's what um, they're saying. If I was the driver, I'd say, you're right. You know, <laughs> I mean, really, in the long run, I, what, you're, what you're hoping is that someone would say that get isn't uh reliable and that they would just start using uber x or uber in, in general um scummy uh, it is a little yeah, scummy but that's but that's, in a way it's like a denial service attack a dos attack and of course we uh always look down on people that do denial yeah. of a service tax so, happened to tech411show.com <laughs> Remember when that happened? I think that was an inside job, yeah. though. <laughs> remember when that happened? So I do remember. Yeah. <laughs> and it's back online. Thank you. Thank you very much. No, no. So so they do that, and then I hear another story from Uber that Well, there's no other story. Oh, wait, what which one are you talking about? The DC area? Yeah, I'm talking so about So I received an email that shared with uh myself yes. and, and the show. That it looks like it, this was not just limited to the New York market. Not an isolated case. So it looks like they're doing this in other markets, specifically D.C. Uh, it appears they were targeting the Lyft service, if you've ever used the Lyft service. So uh, I haven't heard anything come out about that yet. Mm-hmm. With it, we're, we're kind of breaking the story in that. New York was not alone. They're being very aggressive with their competitors. In both, but in both cases, without getting too detailed, um, in both cases, you know, they're marketing tactics. They're, uh, not necessarily. That's one way to look at. Illegal. You can say it's marketing, but at the same Denial. time, uh, if you're doing den- it's a, if if they're doing denial of service, I I think there's something morally wrong with that. I think that is just not the right way. You should innovate through creating a better oh, service and not do a denial of a service attack. So I don't know. I I, I like Uber because they're they're the scra- they're scrappy yeah. and they're out and they're they have big fights in front of them. They had to fight the DC cab unions. They have to fight all of these different unions that are available in the taxi cab systems is not easy to go up against. Speaking of more bad news for Uber, A family is suing them for the wrongful death of their six-year-old daughter. 
Uh, the story goes that an Uber driver did not have anyone in the cab, but was using the Uber app while driving, probably looking for another fare. Oh, yeah. And uh, the child was uh, unfortunately struck by the Uber driver. And uh, Uber's response is somewhat interesting in that um, they're, they're, of course, saying that they are, they're not responsible. They're not liable. They're not liable. They're not even – they're not the taxi service. They're not a taxi service. Yes. They're a service that connects – you know, drivers to people. And that's where they say, that's what we do. And then it's a handoff to the limo service. The that has their own liability the insurance, has their own drive. I'm assuming assume that would, they yeah. have everyone as independent contractors. And ah. that's why they have to pull out a certain fee for every ride, go straight to Uber, and then the driver gets the rest. That's, that would they're be a smart way to contractors. do it. Yeah, that way they, they're not responsible for this. Still sad story, though. Yeah, it, right? it's, a, it's a really sad story, and it, it makes you wonder, again, uh, who is responsible in, in a case like this? Is it the independent driver? Independent driver. Or, you know, is it the, the service that, you know, is, is making all of these connections happen? Mm, yeah, I agree, but it's... I mean, if Uber is paying the driver, uh, should they have any responsibility here? Well, they would no. say that they're not paying them right now. They wouldn't. It's... He didn't have a fare. Well, that's true. No one was in the car at the time, and not only that, but I'm sure somewhere in the guidelines it says pull over. I mean, in most states now across the country, you're not allowed to text and drive. You're not allowed to use your cell phone and drive. If Uber just Super puts a true. small clause, yeah. just says pull over... Before you so uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, if if Uber uh, was really responsible, I mean they they could make their they could enforce their app so that you can't be moving to use the app. You can't yeah. pick up another fare. I mean, there's maybe some safeguards they could have put in. But I have to agree. In this case, uh, I don't think it was the app that was truly responsible. No, I mean the driver was distracted. Is, the the driver was clear. If he was using the iPhone while driving, kid, yeah. that's that's on him, right? Yeah. That's, no. He should always yeah, pull over. The law. Everyone should pull over. I bet you there's already something within that contract that says do not oh, uh, you know, look for fares while you're driving. But you know they all are. Yeah. I mean, who, I mean, who's not moving? I've never. But you know, I've, we've all taken Uber, and we've always seen that they're not really using the yeah, app. I have to give while guys driving sometimes. Like, yeah, they, it seems like they don't, they don't know how to use, use it. the phone. Yeah, they don't want know? to use the phone. They're always asking you how to get to play. I'm like, you got the phone, right? But they don't use it. But when they pull over, you they hit the button, and then they start looking. Maybe that already exists. That's uh, so. tragic, though, you know. But that's um, for also once you're in the car, you don't know what they're doing when they don't have a fare, True. what they're doing to uh, find someone. And ha- what they're, yeah, what they're doing, look for that. Uh, look, again, I mean, obviously, they're using their phone before you get in your car because you get the text saying your Uber's now arriving. And then sometimes they even call you and say, where exactly are you? True. True. I, again, yeah. you know, uh, it's a, it's, it sounds to me like this is just. Um, an ambulance chase as far as I think the, the family be, the family needs to uh, to clearly get some sort of um, closure. closure but they'll get it from the guy's insurance hopefully he has it and if Uber is found liable they'll just settle out of court and continue making their money but it's a it's you know, you know the it's driver good. said he was using the Uber app it's a while good, he was driving it's a good that's on him it's a good lesson just for anybody that's out there for for the texting and driving BS we've all done it we all do it once in a while and it's not it's simply not worth it now I had a police officer uh, write into the show recently about uh, about another teenager that was killed while texting and he he asked me is it possible to write an app that will just not allow. Uh, people to get text messages while they're driving i thought that's actually a really good idea yeah. unfortunately third-party developers like myself can't 
does, don't have access to that kind of yeah, that, that, that level of control. But that's something that Google or Apple could add to their platform. There are some, while moving, we will not allow text messages to be received. Wouldn't that be great? There are some apps currently uh, with AT and T, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, uh, that allow you to do certain things. Um, oh, is that right? To disable your phone. AT&T's gone really so out of their way to do this. Parents yeah, can parents enable can this. Um, I saw this at the DC Auto Show, and it was probably in Las Vegas. We just seemed to get a chance to actually see it, where um, you're sitting there, and if you buy the new Mustang from Ford, uh, you can put a governor on that when your teenager uses the keys, you can't go over 70, or you can't go over a certain speed limit. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Oh. That is wild. Yeah. God, I need that. <laughs> but the thing that I won't like, if they disable that, the, yeah. the receiving a text while you drive, what if you're the passenger? You're not driving. And that's where it's like, oh, or you're in the back seat. You want to get your text messages. Yeah. I, again, the, the, I, I think the heads-up display is eventually going to come to a lot, of these, um, a lot of these vehicles. And by that, I mean, uh, right now, Garmin has an actual navigation unit on the market. It's like three, almost $400. It's just too expensive for what it's, what it's doing. And it's clunky, but it gives you what these high-end cars currently have. Cadillac offers this as well, where you have a heads-up display on your windshield of the actual navigation. And I, I think I've, eventually... Have you ever seen that? I've person? seen that in Cadillacs. High-end Cadillacs. I've seen that. Really? Yeah, in high-end Cadillacs. Where Does it like, look good? It looks cool. It looks absolutely awesome. But it's transparent? It's tra- well, it's basically mirroring off your dashboard onto your um, windshield. Onto your windshield. And I'm onto assuming your windshield. it's the gestural brightness based on yes. driving at night and day. And, and-, and a cat- I think it might be Cadillac, if I'm mistaken, that also offers that infrared, and BMW does as well, the infrared heads-up display as well. You could have an infrared camera in front of you um, for when you're driving. And this technology, again, is high-end. And if you're going to spend four hundred dollars on a navigation unit for your car that already has a nav, it, it, you're just using you know a second navigation unit. But I, th- I think that's really that's w- what's going to change for uh, in the way that we actually interact with our phones. Or B, uh, these smartphones are just going to really start doing what they say they're supposed to do, and they're just start reading us texts, mm-hmm. and we'll hear mm-hmm. them through the radio instead mm-hmm. of just having to go through all these prompts to actually hear them. Something's got to be done about about the the receiving messages while driving. Right in a now, car. I get, and you haven't you you've been able to I think experience this yet, but with um, it's fifteen hundred dollars. So who does? really get a chance to experience it but with google glass that's what happens when you get your messages yeah for the 10 people you allow to, to contact you with your 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 top 10 and uh and your and for your google glass if those people text me or they tweet me or they uh, or i get a facebook message i i can ask glass to actually read it to me yeah and that i i think that's a great solution you know uh, the the audio cues is the way to go because yeah. we, we've been listening to the radio for forever while driving and a car. still drive. And the only time I ever hear people wrecking when it comes to the radio is when they're changing the channel yeah. of the radio station. So uh, yeah, I think audio is got to catch up. One of the best solutions to this problem. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, times for apps of the week. Do you have a good? Uh, I have a good one. I have a um, I have a uh, well, current one. I don't know if they're great. Depends on depends on what you're into. The Super yeah. Bowl is this Sunday. Uh, can't wait to see you guys. The Michael Mayer show. If you pick the NFL Super Bowl, big app. show party. No, no, I didn't. But I actually looked at all of them because you know what? I, I was watching a tech show today, and they weren't breaking all of them down. Uh, expensive. Hello. Yeah. You could buy a virtual Super Bowl app program. For twenty bucks, you pay twenty bucks in the stadium. Yeah, I mean, is it really going to give you what you need? You know, it's free. <laughs> the Broncos app and the Seahawks app—they each your individual team apps, free for iPad and iPhone, and 
for once, these teams have really invested back into their mobile where you're not just getting stats and game tracker. Mm-hmm. You're actually getting videos. The real time, like the, the Broncos uh, app, for example, has Broncos TV built into it. And again, a free app. If you're a Broncos fan, you're rooting not for Not a them. lot of in-app purchase? or No. You no, press play free? and it shows uh, what they did today in their own network. Uh, it shows them getting off the bus, uh, going to, to the practice field, uh, interviewing different players. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, this is it. If you want all access and you're a Broncos fan, you download this free app. You can't go wrong. I've been watching this uh, show called The League. Have you heard of it? Yes, I have. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little old, I know, but I'm I'm like, you know, I'm not into fun. I'm not really into sports, but I love the show and it makes me want to want to get into sports and play fantasy football. (laughs) (laughs) But more importantly, it makes me want to like get like really funny friends that that are in the football pool. I think that's why I like it. My brother got me that show about a year ago and you're absolutely right. It's well, well worth it. Well worth the download. Well worth the stream. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, So, do you want to go first, Katie? You want the honors? It's been a while, or what? I'll go first, but I have a good one. You have a good one. Let's let Oscar go. I feel like it's better than the Seahawks app. All right, I feel like Oscar just went. We'll go. Yeah, I just went. It was Seahawks and Broncos. Oh, was that your app? Whichever you want to choose, absolutely free. Oh, I thought we were just spitballing. No, no, those were my. I got two apps. So two, two some for your Super Bowl. If you're a fan of the Seahawks or the Broncos. They they both those outfits have gone out of their way to give you full. So you're content. really you're really picking two apps here. Two apps never been done before. Never been done. <laughs> Breaking ground. All right, Katie, you're Just up. Pick a team. No, I want the Seahawks to win. I actually do. Nice. Um, my app is actually featured on Apple this week, and I found it on uh, the basically best apps of the year last year. It's Duralingo. It's oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, it's I've been uh, for the past month. I've been relearning my Spanish. Mm-hmm. That it has seven different languages. A free app that you kind of just go through and just you learn the language. It's not really set up in a game as it is just more homework. Como I mean, they could llamas. probably make it more fun, but <laughs> donde está la biblioteca? What did <laughs> yeah. I say? What did I say? Um, you said that. Oh, this app's not yeah, good. Duralingo <laughs> maybe hasn't been uh, used How about uh, long com- enough. Como te llamas? What is your name? Okay, yeah. that's yeah, easy one. Yeah. That's I know easy. Where, where's the library? Where's the library? Give, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give her a tough that. one, Oscar. No, no, I was, I was trying to think of something clever, and nothing came to mind. Nothing came to mind. Can ask too heavy. Who's what? your boss? Yeah, yeah, nice job. Too hefe? Yeah. I'm a hefe? Yeah, you're yeah. El hefe. Uh, that doesn't sound like a good word. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be called a boss than hefe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but no, it kind of takes boss. you um, through different things where you learn how to speak it, you learn grammar, you learn everything too. So it it actually, uh, while you're saying it's homework, it actually ha- walks you through these exercises. It walks you through exercises, oh, that's and that's why cool. I'm saying homework. I mean, they could probably make it more fun and more of a game, but so it doesn't feel fun? like you're learning. Do you feel like it's working? Do you feel like it's refreshing your Spanish one, two, three, and um, four? Not yet, because I've... You just started getting I've, into no, it. No, I've... Throughout my life, I've probably spoken or taken Spanish for 10 years. Okay. I'm only on like level four, so I still know everything I'm doing. Oh, okay. So, but so I haven't really advanced yet. What I'm drew still, you to the to the actual app? I think it was just seeing it featured as one of the best apps of the year, and then I was going through it. I'm like, hey, you know what? It's been a while. Yeah, Let's kind of brush up, and I could set reminders years. every day. Where I want to spend five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes That's ago, and it will actually send you a reminder every day saying really? it's time to brush up on yep. your Spanish. That's kind of neat. Yeah, look, if you want want to do that and you can do it in your car you know how about you take a mental break from what you're working on at work and instead of going and smoking a cigarette or whatever you do you do that 
I'm yeah. seeing a lot, a lot of that in in apps where they remind you to play with the app. Yeah, Luminosity cool. think, also does that. Yeah. I think I'm gonna start. I think I'm gonna put that into like compulsive. Remind where you it's to like, sleep. Or it's like, hey, you haven't cleaned my board in a while. You know, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just an idea. Spitball in here. Or um, or how about, hey, you haven't slept my app in a while. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you haven't that. slept no, like, a white like, noise in a while. How about some lightning, bitch? Are you, are you sleeping okay? Yeah. Like a little reminder. Oh, is everything okay? Is everything okay? Oh, it, oh insomnia got you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at 4 a.m., get a reminder. Are you still awake? <laughs> yeah. Are you still awake? You should oh, play White Noise. Just like that movie. No, well, Swingers. she enjoyed yeah, yeah. Swingers. Clumsy yeah. Nishra sends that out, but oh, it's it like, oh, I feel like dizzy. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, can't it's stop cute. sneezing. It it's says cute. cute things, so you don't get annoyed by it. Yeah. That's what I want to put into like compulsive. Put in some cute little things. Like the whole you could totally OCD kind of thing. You could do you know? that. That would work. So that would work for compulsive. You haven't cleaned the puzzle in a while. Yeah, I'd be like, hello, hello. And then you just say hello. Like, and like what? <laughs> <laughs> Clean me up. What? Your room's looking pretty messy. All right, yeah. so you've got Duralingo. I've got uh, Bronco Seahawks. Go Seahawks. Who do you have? So uh, we all know the uh, horrible tragedy that was covered in Columbia, Maryland. Yeah, recently. My, my one of my malls. Um, and, yeah, three people were killed in the mall. Um, and I tell you, it's like you, you. I got the alert. So this is how I got the news, and this is how it all played out. I got the alert on my CNN app. It came in. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, there's been a shooting. So I went to the CNN app, and it re- it didn't give me anything. It didn't give me a live feed. It didn't do any of that. So then I went to my local network channels on the TV, yeah. and I'm looking for, I want some news. I want the local news. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I was getting nothing. Then I fired up my browser on the TV, and I went to stream CNN Live. Yes. CNN Live coverage was a bunch of Twitter photos. All they were showing were, were people were tweeting, live tweeting, the photos from the mall. Yeah. Uh, but they just kept replaying, and I wasn't getting any news. Yeah. I think uh, Michael Mara made that point today on the show. Oh, he did he really? Like, yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like, I couldn't get any effing coverage. So you know what I did was I downloaded a radio scanner app. It's called Scanner Radio oh, Deluxe, you. created by Gordon Edwards. And it, this app is great. It allowed me to drill down and listen to the Howard County feed? any yep Howard County I pulled wow. it right up on the on the app and I was able to hear the police officers talking oh my God. while walking the mall and I was getting better coverage with the scanner app than CNN live now, so is this across the country it's Anything? across the okay. country I I I went the slow way and I drilled down by state and county but you you can actually search for uh, any of that, and if you're a criminal, this is great for you because you can tune in and see what the police officers are investigating. What's the app called again? It's called Police. No, it's called Scanner Radio Deluxe by okay. Gordon Edwards. Free? Yeah, it was totally free, oh, nice. and I, I didn't even see an ad appear. Maybe there did, but in a uh, cryptic way, I'd like to hear that. Uh, but again, if you're trying to get real time news, it was interesting because yeah. I I've just muted the television and then I played the audio yeah. from this. I would never, I never would have thought of even to do that. Oh, okay. it's I funny hope, that Mike. I hope Mike doesn't. I hope he doesn't get this. I hope Mike doesn't listen mm. to this. Will you please tell him about the app? Yeah, but no, because that's all he'll do show. now. That's all he'll do. He'll just listen to scanners <laughs> and talk about what happened in Manassas. It'll be like a slot machine Jesus. waiting for that big payout. <laughs> so those are our apps of the week. Absolutely free. Uh, check them out. Um, and again, wait, Duralingo was? 
free. Oh, look at that. All these great apps for Scanner free. Scanner Radio Deluxe, Compulsive. free. Got the Broncos, Seahawks. Everything else, by the way, Super Bowl related, is like $20. Do not buy those apps. And if you do, you got to, I mean, really, look at what you're buying, please. Yeah. I feel like they're just like, <laughs> they're just nickel and diming the fans. The, the, NFL, the NFL. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I get it, but it's, you're going to buy a season pass to watch Super Bowl on your iPhone. And then you're going to be clicked off $5 every month for the next, what, eight months? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it doesn't, all these, like, even the way that they, I mean, th- and this actually brought me back to Apple and um, what we went to in New York, the conference where they said, pick your model. Decide what your model is going to be. If you're going to sell them games, why not just sell me an app that just has a Super Bowl? Now, they have that app. It's $12, but it's going to show me all the old Super Bowls and this current Super Bowl. But I sit there, I'm like, I could spend $12 for this app. But I have another option. There are too many options. There are yeah. right now. I would tell you, maybe conservatively, there are twelve Super Bowl related apps that are available right now from the NFL. That's too much. It is too much, and I, I think uh, you know people want to watch football on their television. Yeah. And most of the what makes me mad about most of these iPad and iPhone apps, they disable the airplay. Oh, you, you can't know. stream it. You can't stream it yeah. to the big screen, and it just annoys the hell out of me. So I personally, I don't know why. I mean, it sounds like you're getting some exclusive content for free. I'm all for that in this app. Yeah. But yeah, don't nickel and dime us no, with these no. in-app purchases, especially if we're just going to end up watching it yeah. on the big screen anyway. Yeah, it might work for the guy that has to work, uh, you know, in security cube, and he's got an iPad. That might work for yeah. If you're at work, game. yeah, yeah. worth twelve sense. bucks, not so bad. But it just, I just, I hate. But if you have to work during Super Bowl, you might think about having another. But job. you know what's strange? What sucks about this? Think about this. What I look at a twelve-dollar app, and you have to offer me more than just that one piece of content. Hmm. You have to offer me multiple things. That's the way, I mean, I'm so used to $1.99 or 99 cents at the most, maybe $4.99 for a killer effing game. Yeah. But $12, that just, for, for something that turned me off so much to it. Well, you look at Candy Crush, it's a totally free game, but then it has all this in-app purchase, you know, people are spending $300, $400. You don't pay oh that much God. on an Xbox console. Never so imagine that. There's a way to Unless do it. Like in a strip club or something. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Oh, it just really spend all those dollars, you know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It goes away. All right, um, uh, what do you have to plug, my friend? Oh, well, you know, I just got a uh, notification from Apple yeah. while we are doing the show. Compulsive 2.2 was Woo! just approved. Time to celebrate. Breaking news. We are going to celebrate because two new game modes are coming to iOS. Please. I know Google Play has had this for uh, a couple weeks now. Because Expand. We were, we were features, but we got... We got it into the iOS store, and it what was are just they? approved. New game modes called Strategy. You get 30 moves. There's no time limit. And then we have Zen, which uh, is unlimited moves. You just go for your best single combo. Those two game modes are added. Uh, we have leaderboards added for both the game the game center. So if you, if you need a friend on Game Center, you want to play me multiplayer, you want to see my high score, uh, download it now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be playing it cool. while we're uh, eating wings tonight. Nice. And try to post some big scores. My game circle ID is Todd, T-O-D-D. Katie, what's yours? Yours is just Todd? Mine is Todd. I got T-O-D-D. You got T-O-D-D. T-O-D. You can't even say my name. Todd. Spell it. T-O-D-D. T-O-D-D. I'm Katie Cole 89. Katie Cole 89 is your game center. Game center. ID. Mine's Todd. I was the first one to register that, believe it or not. Look at that. Wow. So, uh, friend us on uh, yeah, Oscar Game Santana, Center. Santana, yeah. 
Is that you? You can't go wrong, yeah. All right. Pretty let's, crazy. Uh, let's play some compulsive. Let's get some high scores. All right. I've got uh, Twitter, at Oscar Radio. I enjoy the new following. Uh, I appreciate that. I think I'm going to break 8,000 by the end of this year, if that's even possible. Um, also, if you're out there, Tech 401 show, um, you got to find it on iTunes. And even if you listen through the Mike O'Mara Show website or tech41show.com, please uh, subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends to do it. That's the best way for people to, uh, to really discover the show and spread the word. Katie Cole? Game Center, Katie Cole 89, and on Twitter at the girl Casey. And she thought she go. was done. We caught her, we caught her right <laughs> at that. And she's like, all right, time. She's to, like, what am I drinking? Wait, wait, wait you have a music. Me. Don't you have a music blog to promote? Oh, are you still doing I that? I thought you were no. writing. You had a recent yeah, article. I had a recent article about shows that were last weekend. Oh. That's okay. Yeah, well, how about people can follow okay. your You don't articles. want to promote? You, you don't want to promote? Yeah, well, be, wait, it's on your Twitter, <laughs> right? Yeah, we would say. It's on, yeah, their... it's on my Twitter, but okay. the blog is Sweet Tea Pumpkin Pie. It's a uh, local D.C. area music blog. Nice. An- yeah. Another job for Miss Katie Cole. Yeah, she uh, does it because she loves the music. Lo- for the music. Does it for the music. All right. And, uh... and backstage passes. <laughs> All right. That's it for our show. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao. This is the sound is Tech 411. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.